0: Just using the old one, right? Nice. I think we're live. Hey, Mike. Can you hear me? Testing, testing. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we're live, I think, right? Nice. I see D Live is online. I see Periscope, Facebook, Mixer, and YouTube. What's up, guys? It is Tuesday, April twenty first, twenty twenty. And hopefully you can hear me. There's no echo, no nothing. And with that, we shall begin the show. So what's up guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report and we should be going pretty well. Uh oh, it says unlisted. I wonder how that happened. I'm making my YouTube <laughs> public. Yeah, how computer smell. So guys, guess what? We've been having issues, as you know, and I made a mistake and didn't make this video public. I guess I didn't. I thought I did. But maybe I was only looking at, uh, maybe I was only looking at other stuff. What a mess. But, oh well. You guys can find it. I'll share, um, let me share the YouTube video link. No, Bill doesn't know how to work my channel. It was me. But, um, guys, I'm going to allow you on (laughs) to, hold on. What a mess. Um, anyways, whatever, right? Uh, guess what, we are gonna have a good show, despite any issues. Let me just, let me just um, share the link with you guys if you want to watch it on YouTube. Boom. This should be the YouTube video. I just shared it into the live chat. Okay, guys, let me just avoid. Okay, cool, nice, we have people in here. So, guess what? Jesse Lee Peterson had a great monologue at the end of the in the third hour today, talking about a family member who attempted suicide, female family member, and Brandon M says that that's only ever pretty much for attention, (laughs) and I, I don't disagree. Although sometimes they do successfully do it, such as Sandra Bland in the jail cell. At least reportedly, Sandra Bland, the black woman who committed suicide in jail, reportedly. Um, And then that caller, Rust from Virginia, who calls my show. He compliments Joelle's music and rapping. and, And he's a Jesse hater, kind of seemingly. Um... And he was cheering he was cheering for me when I first started my show with Joel and Esteban, but now it's turned into like Jesse part two. Some people say that. Am I too tall? Um, and he he talked about his brother disappearing for ten years and then being found dead. <laughs> Joel says, Once he complimented me, he became a truth teller in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. The serpent. <laughs> but um He prayed to be reunited, but no. And, um, by the way, that family member of Jesse's, like, light returned to her when he told her some common sense. That's so nice, right? And then Russ from Hampton, who wouldn't answer whether he's an atheist because he prayed to be reunited, but no, it didn't happen. It reminded me of a story of of one of my friends. I have a friend, I think. I think I have a friend, right? I think this guy would still consider himself my friend. Sandra Bland sounds boring. <laughs> it's just the last name, right? Bland. But I have a friend whom I saw, I later saw on Facebook, because I don't talk to my friends about real stuff, right? I saw on Facebook that he marked that he's an atheist. This was several years ago that I happened to see this. This was a high school buddy, a high school friend. Freshman year of high school, I was 14 he we were 14 years old, right? He would call me at my parents' house, of course, right? Because I was living with my parents at 14 in freshman year of high school. And just to chit-chat. Back, this is back before cell, before cell phones were owned en masse. I think that's when Above the Rim came out with, with uh, I almost said Kobe Bryant, with Tupac Shakur. With that big cell phone brick thing. With the long um, antenna, I think. That's what cell phones used to look like back then, I think. But um he used to call me and he used to be in the Christian club at our high school where I went to high school in El Monte which used to be white and hispanic then it became hispanic and asian uh, in El Monte, California, which is, you know, East of LA. It's, it's east of East LA. And he used to be in the Christian club in high school. And I would you sometimes go to this Christian club. In fact, they elected me president and I didn't even I didn't even want to be president. At first it was called Straight Edge Club, this Christian Club. This is a side note. Straight Edge Club. Do you guys any of you guys know what straight edge means? You do? Okay. Yeah, straight edge means um you don't drink or smoke or do drugs, right? yeah and it's like punk it's like a kind of a punk rock thing. I think I put it in the, like the punk rock field, where these guys, even if they're underage or overage, they put an X on their on their hand, and that means even if they go into a bar to watch a punk rock concert, they're not going to be drinking. Um, late, but it was a Christian club, so it didn't really mean. I think they meant like. Straight edge, like the the sword of the spirit is straight edge or something like that. But anyways, they later named it to this some lame name like Arroyo Campus Fellowship, AFC. Lame, huh? Turned it into like girly almost sounding. In my opinion. I know that fellowship is straight edge sounded cool. I agree. But um, my older siblings were involved in this club, but I really wasn't. I just hung out with my friends during lunch hour. But right after high school, and I don't know if this is related, but it seemingly was related. If you see a moth flying around here, it's not me. There was this, right after we graduated from high school, I think this little Asian girl, well, I say little, but this young Asian lady, young woman, our age, in our class, I think, She died of, like, brain cancer. And that's crazy, right? And since that time, it seemingly, this guy is an atheist. I don't know if this friend of mine was ever a Christian, but he would go to the Christian club and hang out with the people. And it would be a bunch of nice Asians and whites, (laughs) mostly, and some nice Hispanics. But... I don't know if that's why. I never really asked him about it, about him being an atheist, or if it was because this young woman died of brain cancer at age 18 or 19 or whatever. But that's wild. But I think it hit him pretty hard. So It's kind of interesting that people turn atheist over, I guess, traumatic events that seem unfair. I don't know. It doesn't seem... Atheists are supposed to be, like, logical, right? It doesn't seem logical to reject God just because there's evil in the world. But whatever. Um, I guess most of us, like, are fake Christians anyway, so we effectively reject God anyway. So kind of what's the difference, but I don't know. I think it's got to be kind of extreme. Anyways, everybody got their issues. Moving on, I do have callers that I want to get to. You can call in 888-775-3773, assuming that there's no issues with the phone lines. We're, you know, we're working through the, cor- our computers got the corona, they got the Rona, the coronavirus. And so things are going hay wild <laughs> as Jesse calls it, haywire. So um, did Poseidon, Poseidon, you know that Greek YouTuber? I consider him like in the alt-right ilk because he seems to be pro-white, which is a positive thing, right? But maybe he identifies too much with the whiteness and not so much with Christianity, maybe. I'm not positive. Did he ever cover my segment, guys? I don't know if he covered my segment. He said that he would, but it's funny. Anyways, I'm going to check it out. I'll, I'll check it out. I kind of like him. He's interesting, but it's still, his voice did kind of creep me out. He has this Greek sort of accent, but, and he doesn't show his face, but people who are too into this, you, some of you know this already, and some of you may not. People who are too into this Jew slash Israel thing, and when I say too into it, let me just kind of show you, like, this, the why I say that they seem to be too into it. They um, want me to focus on that rather than what I want to focus on. Um, for example, I covered this Poseidon video in which he criticized Jesse Lee Peterson's interaction with this young YouTuber girl, 14 years old, named Soph, who likes Trump being, you know, a man of courage, a good example of a bold white man. But she's not a fan of him supporting Israel and the the um the United States funding Israel with like 38 billion dollars over over 10 years or whatever it is. I don't know how much it is. But um and Jesse's all, "Oh, you don't like Israel? Oh, you like and he, he, she also thinks that Israel is oppressing the, um, the, uh, Palestinians. And I don't know what the truth is regarding that, right? Well. Um, and Sophie's is now, she got kicked off of YouTube, by the way. That's a shame. She, I think she was, she went over to Gavin, banned, I was gonna say banned.video, but that's InfoWars. Censored.tv or something. But anyways, um... Poseidon sided with her and said that Jesse's being stupid, Jesse is, his mission is to worship Israel, and I see through your mask, your dead expressions don't fool me. I covered it, right, last week, last Wednesday. And I'm like, Jesse doesn't, Jesse's not trying to fool anybody, he doesn't wear a mask. And that was really my only point, is that Poseidon may be right about everything that he said about Israel. He may be right. I don't know, I'm not that interested, right? And I don't begrudge you guys from being interested because it may be a serious real issue. It may be affecting our foreign policy. Maybe so. It seems to be. You know, I hear that they want us to um, take down Iran, for example, when we don't really have our own interests involved in that. So maybe you're right. But my only point was, this guy is trying to separate whites or who are pro, pro-white or pro-what's-right regarding the whites, um, from Jesse. They're saying he thinks that Jesse is trying to subvert the whites, right? But that's not what he's trying to do. He's trying to wake people up and become men again. Once you're men again, then you can deal with these issues, such as our relationships with foreign countries and our you know bowing to political correctness and being, you know, our freedom of speech being taken away and all these agendas corrupting the country. Once we're men again, then we can see clearly, right? It's kind of like in the Bible it says, um, if you see something wrong, if I see something wrong with Joel, but I know I have issues and issue myself, first take the the plank out of my own eye and then I can see clearly to deal with the speck that I see in Joel's eye. But a lot of people want to criticize and attack and call other people, um, <laughs> and call other people, um, whatever, judge other people when they themselves are not perfect themselves. And so they're still blind. And um, they want to skip the um, dealing with yourself first. And I kind of understand it because there, is, there are these phonies who are coming in. Or people who got their issues, right? Or people who seem too soft. Such as one might criticize Jordan Peterson, right? Because Jordan Peterson was like... He he really alienated a lot of people, for example. Jordan Peterson being like the the clean your room guy. The guy that says, clean your room before you try to clean up the rest of the world, right? Idiots. (laughs) And because he's talking to... SJWs and young people who want to change the world for what's right, but they can't even keep their room clean and their, their life in order and men are not being men. But yet, his life is kind of messed up. And then he's falling for this political correctness. He won't even say that he would vote for Trump like he might want to try to vote for Hillary if he were able to. Thank God he's Canadian, right? Thank God he can't vote <laughs> in America. But so, you know, people see him as a coward or a fraud or whatever. And they may be right, but he's—that's not what I'm talking about. With with um, don't deal with the outer world you, while as long as you're imperfect. But I just mean, um, I just mean focus on on self. What's right? Jesse's about what's right. So people are falsely judging him as though he's worshiping Israel, which he's not. <laughs> and I don't even disagree, necessarily disagree with the people who don't like us funding that country. I want to know where the money goes, I guess. There's a lot of bad money. I mean, there's a lot of money that is going to bad places both in America and outside of America, I don't doubt. So that was my only point. But then people get hung up on the fact that I didn't focus on the the shallow point because I went to the deep point of them falsely judging Jesse. Because that part I know about Jesse, I know Israel. I don't know, really know that much about, and so I dealt with that issue. But it's funny because there's people that are stuck on the Israel issue. For example, Skip. Skip is a friend of ours, right? A snake, but he's a he's like a friend of the show. Um, or he's a snake, but he's still like he's like James. I don't get how you um. Don't research these issues. Everything that Poseidon Poseidon said was right. He's really, um, we are really funding Israel with to that tune of money and all that stuff. But I didn't say that he was wrong. I'm just talking about what he said about Jesse was wrong. And it is clearly wrong. But anyways. And before I get to some calls, uh, do I have the time? (laughs) Uh... I was talking with a friend who's, quote-unquote, disappointed in Trump, right? For not defending free speech was his number one issue. Um, I think Trump is setting an example of free speech, honestly. He's speaking his mind as he sees it, and he does not back down from it, generally. But, to my friend's point, people are getting banned from these social media platforms and places of influence. And that is... As I believe, Asmodore said, it is election meddling. Asmodore did say this. He said that that's election meddling when YouTube, peri- um, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook are banning influential and, and uh, that platform, that money platform, Patreon, are and PayPal banning conservatives from their platforms. Many conservatives, whites people who are pro-white or whatever, from their platforms and pro-Trump people from their platforms under these, you know, pretenses of, oh, they violated terms of service. And it's very, it's very, uh, I'm very leery about whether that actually happened, right? Shout out to Twitch. Thanks for joining Twitch. <laughs> people on Twitch, I mean. Let me just scroll up and find that guy's name. Daddy Eagrol. Nice. Um, where was I? So there are, there, there's all that stuff going on. Some of Trump's best supporters getting, getting the raw end of the stick regarding these things. And they're being, and the pretense is, oh, they're Nazis, they're fascists, they're um, violating social distancing orders, they're violating terms of service, they're putting people in danger, lives in danger. In the case of Lauren, Lauren Southern or Laura Loomer or something like that. I think Lauren Southern was out on a raft in the doing this. It was kind of like a publicity stuntish thing, but she was out um, shooting flares, showing these refugees who were sneaking into some other country, right? Way overseas, somewhere. And she was removed from patreon over that. This was years ago, I want to say, at least a year. And so Trump hasn't done a lot about that right? And what do you expect him to do? I don't know. What can a president do? I don't know. Do we want the president stepping in? Um, maybe not without Congress. I don't know. Maybe we do. Trump had this summit. And, you know, there's Trump haters or former Trump fans who are saying, Trump is doing nothing about it. He's turned on us. I don't see it that way necessarily. Trump had this summit, this social media summit, a year or so ago. And I remember a lot of people were disinvited, actually. Decent people, too. There's this cartoonist who is not even really alt-right that I know of. But he had some edgy cartoons that mentioned Jews or something like that, right? And so he was disinvited. So much for freedom of speech, right? Um, But he was, and he had been kicked off of some platform or banned or something like that, censored, right? And he, he wasn't disinvited by Trump himself, I don't think, but he was disinvited by people in Trump's staff, I guess, the administration or whatever, whoever was in charge of this social media summit, this free speech censorship summit, right? And my friend complained that Trump hired the swamp into his administration when he was supposed to drain the swamp. And in some cases, yeah, he hired bad people. And he's had a revolving door, right? A lot of these swamp people have self-deported from his administration. They've quit. They've been fired. John Bolton is gone, thank God, right? (laughs) I mean, I just feel that John Bolton is a rhino. I don't know a lot about him, right? People say that he's a warmonger. That may well be a neocon. And I'll touch a little bit more on neocons. I don't have a solid definition for you, but it basically means rhino, globalist, not faithful to America, betraying whites and Christians and men. <laughs> um, I, w- I want to say the word, but Malkuth X may jump on me for it. <laughs> Cooked. Anyways. I said it. But this friend, um, and that's true. Like, Trump has hired people that he thought he could trust, and we knew that he couldn't trust them, but maybe he didn't know. Keep in mind, he's a boomer. He, he's been reading New York Times all his life. He's from New York. He's pretty independent-minded, if you really think about it. Think about where he came from and how he, how he thinks. It's pretty interesting, in my opinion. But this friend is not really fair or even-handed. Because there are some Trump critics out there, Asnador included, who, um, although despite any criticisms, is still voting for Trump. It's like you have to vote for Trump. This is the country at stake. American nationalism, right? But this friend is not fair or even handed because he's making excuses for a lot of people who are not even gonna vote for Trump. They wanna go Bernie or which is a lost cause, or Tulsi, which is another ridiculous Notion Bernie's not good for the country, so he's making excuses for the people who won't vote Trump. So it tells me that this friend is like emotional, he identifies emotionally with the people frustrated with Trump, but he doesn't, he doesn't um cut Trump any of that same slack. He's cutting his, his, the people that he's a fan of slack for not voting for Trump. I think my friend is still going to vote for Trump, but he says it, it's not. It's no more excitement than were it for were I voting for Jeb Bush. I'm like, come on, that's ridiculous. But anyways, people are getting very emotional. I was interviewed by Richard Spencer a few weeks ago on one Sunday, and and then I will get to calls, guys. And I knew already that he had given up on America, right? Because. Um, his first interview with Jesse Lee Peterson. Jesse Lee Peterson interviewed him a few times, right? One of his first interviews, I think it was his first one, he had given up on America. He just wanted whites to find a location where they can protect themselves, basically, seemingly. And maybe his his thoughts have changed a little bit. But I knew that he had given up on America and so, for that reason, I think that he's given up on Trump, and plus this guy's an atheist. He, th- he thinks in... He, atheists and liberals in general, and this guy is... Richard is a little bit more liberal. Think in terms of numbers. And when you look in terms of numbers, the numbers are not looking good for whites, conservatives, uh, decent people. But you don't have to think in terms of numbers. Because, right, we got God on our side. Yes, we are supposedly, like, a so-called democracy. We're not. We're not supposed to be anyways. But we're turning into mob rule, and the mob is getting more and more corrupt. But um, think about how one man, Trump, has changed a lot. I think he's changed a lot. I know he's changed quite a lot of minds awakened a lot of people. Jesse Lee Peterson. He has himself right, and he's setting an example, and it's waking a lot of people up across the board. And it's not even that necessarily a lot of people, but it's the fact that it's a lot of people that's encouraging. But just seeing pe- anybody waking up. Waking up meaning like they cha- change their lives around and they're living like a real life. They are become real Christians, more genuine Christians, because there's a lot of fakes in the so-called conservative movement, including in the pro-white movement, in the alt-right movement, which is now uh, split up, separated, broken up. And people were wondering, I got a call from somebody who I didn't get to, I think it was Donning Armour, asking if whites will be able to unite ever. And I don't really think so, because you look at the white vote, <laughs> they, white, the white vote is, what is it? Like, 60-40 at best, good versus evil, or Republican versus Democrat, really. And then it breaks down. Like whites are not are naturally not um, all of one mind. So, but um, I don't know. We can, I think we can I think we can change things around. Look at how Jesse Lee Peterson, who's who's promoting stop having sex out of wedlock or quit smoking pot. Those two things, I thought, were lost causes by already. But then you hear people calling in all the time, talking about, oh, I quit pot, or I quit uh, having sex out of wedlock. People are taking heed. So these, and there's this, there's this so-called, you know, the conservative ink wants you to forget about all these culture war things. Oh, let the people have their pot. Oh, let same-sex marriage happen. Oh, let them adopt kids. Oh, let the transgenders have their way. Oh, let the women, let's kiss up to women and and blacks and Hispanics and forsake the whites. Uh, all this mess, right? But um, I like people who don't give up. And I think that that's uh, Jesse Lee Peterson and uh, uh, President Trump. I just said not to look at the numbers. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, don't look at don't worry about the numbers. Anyways, looking at the numbers, look at like Gideon in the Bible. That he had a he had to pare down his army because he had a whole lot of uh, wimps, let's call them. In, in short, he pared his down his army to like 10% of what it was, right? Or half or 10%. And then he still beat the people that he was going up against. This is some uh, hero in the Bible, right? And because God was on his side. We don't need the numbers. Anyways, that's my rant on this whole, uh, this whole whites and their, and their supposed disillusionment with Trump and with Jesse Lee Peterson. Let me know what you think. And hopefully I'll get to check out that Poseidon thing. Maybe we can get him on one of the shows. Let me get to Chris out of Arizona. Thanks for holding, Chris. What's up?
1: Hi, good morning, James. Good morning. Um, I wanted to say um, to not listen to Skip McBurney, (laughs) Three Fist Bump Skip, um, because I loved your commentary on Bill Bill O'Reilly's book. Oh, okay. I really liked it.
0: Thank you. Yeah, you know what? I've haven't really heard feedback on this, and I may, I may ask more people about it. Sure. But one thing that I pointed out was that both sides were doing many violence on many sides, right? Like what Trump has said about like the Charlottesville yep. thing. Violence in yep, many sides. Right, and don't make a wrong. Very fine people right? on both sides. And I told the right? story of they're still mad at me, like some of the people that are sensitive about the Holocaust, and I'm talking about whites. Who are sensitive about the Holocaust? They because they're sensitive that any mention or any credence given to it is demonizing whites and treating the Jews like poor victims and stuff like that. They're acting like the um, oversensitive people that they've that they hate. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, and I and they've even told pe- sto- I even told a story of Jews or whoever got let out of the. Uh, concentration camp and they attacked and lynched brutally brutal murder of a um of a ss guard a nazi guard and they did to him what was supposedly done to them evil huh but they don't i don't know they just they don't have a, a clear mind and pe- that's why i think this knowledge thing is such a um such a poison because you get a little bit of knowledge then you become a snob and you're you you can not even hear people Anyways,
1: what's never talked about is not just um, Jews were put in those prisoner of war camps. Right, Christians were, Catholics were, everybody who was against the um, SS or Hitler's regime, mm-hmm. they were put. They were put in a separate camp, though. The Christians were put in a separate. Some of them were put in the same camp, but but they kept them separate. Yeah, for some reason. Um, you know, the story of Corrie Ten Boom. She was from Holland. Uh, America has a Harlem, Harlem, Holland. And the New York City, Harlem, is named after that place. Um, wow. It's, her book is called The Hiding Place. I've, I've heard of Germany. that. Was yeah, that made into a movie, good.
0: too, back in it the was. 80s? Yes, it was. Wow.
1: And I'd been there. And that was about Christians? What?
0: That was about the hiding place? Was that about Christians hiding?
1: So what what Corey Ten Boom and her family did was they hid the Jews. If Jews would come around and they would bring them into the house and they would feed them, clothe them, and um, they they got ratted on by somebody or whatever and the SS came to their door Uh and underneath is still a clock shop today. Her father would make and repair clocks. Yeah. And um, so upstairs was where they lived, and they hid the Jews up there, and uh, three Jews stayed in the hiding place for a couple of days, and then her brother and another guy from the underground came and rescued them, and they are, they're safe. But her family was arrested because the, at the bottom of the stairs, you know how you have paneling in your house? It was loose. When they came and knocked on the door, the Jews were hidden, and they found ration books. And the, the family was arrested, interrogated, put in concentration camp for, for the only reason they were um, arrested, and put in concentration camps was because they had more ration books than they were supposed to have.
0: This ration books... Um... Okay, interesting, and this was and these lived, were this was a Christian family.
1: Yes, they were huh. Christians, and they harbored. You know, they they helped the Jews escape. Yes, interesting. And I'm part Danish, so. Um, me too. <laughs> in in Holland, when you go there, they love Americans. Are so friendly. I lived in Germany; they treated me so horribly. They were so rude to me.
0: Wait, um, you're saying in. You're saying Holland is friendly to Americans but Germans are not? Yes. This is like yes, present I am. day.
1: Okay, I was roughly my husband 80s, was 90s. Stationed there. My husband was stationed there roughly in 1997. Yeah, in 1997 he was stationed there and okay. I we lived there. And I even went to Dachau. it's the concentration camp. I went there too. <laughs> Did you? Yeah.
0: I went to Dachau. Wasn't there? Was it? Tr- I think I had the impression that n- nobody was killed there, or something like that. No, or maybe they were. were. They were.
1: It, the gas chambers were never used. Right. So what they did was they hung them, and then threw them in the fire. What hanged. they would do.
0: It's. I think it's they called hang them. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. They hanged them above the fire. Um, the ovens. They hang. They had three ovens. They hanged them and then easily were able to pull out the, the oven uh, what slab and then gently placed them on the slab, closed it, and, and inciner- incinerated the body. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, the gas chambers weren't used. But they had one hut, a big hut full of bodies. They killed so many Jews in this particular concentration camp that in they Dachau? didn't have any place to put them. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Um, Gosh, I hope I'm not mixing it up with another concentration camp. Is Dachau the one in Poland?
0: Oh, I don't think so. Because I went to Dachau Dachau and I've never been to Poland that I know of.
1: I've only been to
0: um, Germany and Austria.
1: Okay, it is Dachau. I was, in fact, in Dachau. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um,
0: Yeah, I don't know... It's so hard to know what really happened because you look at the fake news media today and how they're lying about present day things events they lie about so much, and it makes me leery about the history that they that they tell you know, so it's so hard for, for me for to me. to believe it's hard for me to believe the 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 so called holocaust deniers, and it's hard for me to believe the Um, people who tell the Holocaust stories, because I don't know. But to me, like, at that point, I don't really care, because I know that human beings can become real evil. I've seen it with ISIS. And I've seen people become, you know, I've seen the nastiness and hatefulness of people across all political spectrums and races and stuff. So I've seen people be evil. And so it's is quite believable that people could become very evil and and whatever and yeah, exactly there's the way we were raised but honestly. the other thing is like the thing that i that gets me the most is the world has this false notion of evil i've talked about it before and joel's talked about it too i think or he's pointed it out where there's this soft evil where um and that's what we have with socialism, communism, with this female minded, oh, let them abort the babies, or oh, uh, we need voter vote by mail because it's so hard for people to get out and vote. And because everybody's sick and <laughs> stupid stuff, it's so, and these are the worst people too. It not is not
1: only that. Yeah. My daughter's in the fourth grade, she did a report. On lowering the voting age. I said, what's this? I know. <laughs> oh, it's the pro... We're doing a report on lowering the voting age. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. No. You need to be an adult to vote.
0: Yeah, and people um, are not being... becoming. People are becoming mature at older and older ages, if they ever become mature, right? We have grown adult men... their
1: mama's house.
0: <laughs> we have grown adult men who act childish... Calling into the show, I act. I'm like, I feel that I act kind of like a like an 18 year old might act back in the good old days. Like, I don't think that people have the. It's so wrong what what the society and parents and and the authorities are pushing now, because on one hand they're trying to lower the voting age. So that, and then on the other hand, they are making people immature, selfish, self-centered, and corrupt. So it's a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate it, Chris. So nice talking I with you. I also
1: lived. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I lived on a prisoner of war camp.
0: A POW camp. Nice.
1: Yeah. That was where. Fort Grafenwehr.
0: That's in Germany.
1: Bavaria in Germany. Yeah. Cool. And they have a a. a what do you call it? A cemetery in the in the middle It's surrounded by trees. So you can't. The only way to stumble upon it is if one, you know, it's there and nobody knows it's there Two, you. just happen to be walking and you run into it and you're like, what's this?
0: Interesting. It's yeah. Really
1: interesting. Thanks. Thanks it, for taking. Nice my talking call. with That's you. A great day. All, All right. right. You Bye-bye. as well.
0: Take care. Let me get to. Tr- How do you pronounce your name out of Washington State? Treve?
2: Trev. Trev. T r e v. Trev, like T r e v. Abbreviation for a longer short, name. Short for
0: like Trevor type of, type of sound like that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Nice to hear from you, Trev.
2: Yeah, I think I've called you once before. But oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected to remember me. Uh, can I say something real quick? Yes. Um, I I like the last lady's story one. Like she she came with some good information. that seemed like. But, uh, why are these people always calling in on Jesse's show, in your show, trying to, like, take over the time, trying to, like, bring in this like, oh, uh, well, actually, my show is da da Oh,
0: she, I think she's just excited. People get excited to share. No,
2: no, 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 no not, not her. Oh. Like, the, the guy that called on Jesse Lee's show earlier today. You talk about Russ from like, Virginia? I don't know, you say, no, it was, like, somebody that said that yeah, it was a weird name. Okay. Well, it may have been the rest. I don't think it was Russ, but it was, they, they gave, like, a, one name, but then, like, they called themselves something else when they were on the line. Oh. Oh, black dude.
0: Well, that black dude, no, he, not he that hung guy. up right away.
2: Okay. Wait, are you talking about the guy that, like, his, his, something happened with his His phone brother. got messed up. Are you talking about that guy? I don't remember. Okay. because well, I, I guess I don't know if he's black or not. Kind of sounded black, but I'm black myself, so I don't know.
0: So what was your question or a comment?
2: Oh yeah, sorry. I, I'm not trying to ramble. <laughs> uh, I just had two things to say. One thing, the main thing I, I said, what I wanted to say is: you believe that Biden said that he would have Michelle Obama as his vice president? You know, he was just take... go, go on, continue. No, I, I know, I know. He, I don't believe that he was, he was just doing that to pander to yeah or whatever. I don't think that I don't think he's as serious in any way. But he shouldn't have even said that. That's just stupid. He's,
0: Yeah, he wasn't, he's not the one who brought it up. It's kind of, it reminds me of this fake news story where I was watching the doc, the beginning of the documentary hoax by Cernovich and some guy from like Yahoo News, some liberal reporter asked Trump, do we need to start a Muslim registry? And then Trump Oh, that's how that came out. Yeah, Trump didn't even answer the question. He said we need to look at uh, Muslims very carefully and mosques and everything. We need to look very carefully. I
2: remember that. I, I remember him
0: say that. So, like, that, the media claimed that Trump wouldn't rule out say doing a Muslim registry. Wasn't that crazy? <laughs> I yeah. didn't. I wasn't. I w- I was. I don't know when I saw those
2: news lines.
0: I had only ever heard of the Muslim ban. I forgot about the Muslim registry, but that was totally made up. It's kind of like me asking Joel, yeah. Joel, does Jesse need to fire all of the white employees? And then Joel doesn't directly answer the question and says, well, a lot of these white employees do hate Jews, and we need to deal with this or that <laughs> or something. And um, yeah. and he doesn't, because he didn't answer the question, we go up. Uh, Joel didn't rule out fi- Jesse Lee Peterson firing all his white employees, <laughs> or whatever. It's so it's so well, disingenuous. But anyways, like this. Yeah, but Biden- like what
2: you're saying there, like what, he, what they did with Trump was different than what they did with this question because he could have still said he was too politically correct. Yeah, like I'm usually like I'm normally a Democrat. I'm not. Gonna, I don't know who I'm going to vote for at this point, but I really don't want to vote for Sleepy Joe. Yeah, I know that. But yeah, like he shouldn't have even attempted to say something like that. That was ridiculous. Yeah, like he shouldn't. He shouldn't have entertained the thought. He should have said she's a nice lady, but I don't think she's ever took the job. Like, right? That, like he would. Like he would have said that. I would. I would have. Well, I still wouldn't have voted for him. But anyways it's so because,
0: it's so shallow so yeah. uh, what happened guys let me just tell the people what happened he was being interviewed oh, yeah. on i guess some radio station and this guy from this radio station asked him if he would have michelle obama apparently as his running mate and he and he said oh she's a great woman she would do a great job and yeah i'm such friends with the obamas i'm like yeah right and then and i didn't
2: even and then porter. he's all, but I don't There's
0: think porter. that she would want to be anywhere near the White House. And then he said, went on to talk about, yeah, I'm going to pick a woman. I can't commit whether it's going to be a woman of color for my VP. So apparently this guy's going to pick a woman. What does that matter? He's claiming that he thinks that his administration should, quote unquote, look like America. And so that means have a have a male and a female, half and half, and have you know this phony, shallow, physical minded. Okay,
2: I can I can see that they want to say okay, a man and a woman. I'll, I'll give them that. But but like, what is that like? Why is it like, why does it matter if he, if he's gonna make it a woman of color or not? I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's it is ridiculous. I guess.
0: And he said he's gonna put a it's woman like, of a woman of color in the Supreme Court if he gets elected.
2: And we already yeah, have a co- couple of those. I watched something on by somebody One. else, but I'm not going to name who it was. But they have said that most likely, if Biden does win, he's probably just going to put a woman of color in the Supreme Court. Yeah, and probably get a and probably and his running mate will probably be a white woman if it is a woman.
0: You know, people were speculating that, this
2: sport, that he would even do that.
0: People were speculating it may be this Gretchen Whitmer woman. Who to me looks a little bit like Bruce Caitlin, so called. Oh, Jenner. that
2: lady? Yeah, I saw that the other day.
0: <laughs> but I don't know. I don't really care. Biden, I can't imagine him. No, winning.
2: I know
0: what you mean. So you're a Democrat?
2: Yeah, mostly. How come you listen to the uh, show? I gr- uh, get a different opinion.
0: Nice. How'd you come across it? Someone
2: else's view. It? And when? How long have I been watching like me? Do you and Jesse Lee? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay, maybe six months. Oh, right on. So maybe longer. I don't know. Are I'm, you considering?
0: Gonna, are you considering uh, voting for Trump?
2: Um, honestly, I have not ruled it out, but I probably won't do that. But I, like, I've been Washington State. Like, we're gonna vote Democrat no matter what. Like, yeah. My vote do doesn't you, really matter at this point. What do I you, already realized that. What do you like
0: about Trump and what do you dislike about Trump? Just one, one thing each.
2: One, one thing or two each.
3: Things.
2: Say that uh, again. No, I, th- I said one thing each. I just repeat, repeat what you yeah.
3: said.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think. One thing, just one word, or not? You didn't say one word. One thing each. Okay. <laughs> I like that he doesn't. Just back down. Yeah. Like sometimes, maybe he should he should back down. or That's debatable. But I I do appreciate that he doesn't he doesn't just let like he like he like I mean they called him Tesla Don for a reason, right? Yeah. Wasn't that that was that was Donald Trump, right? Donald. I think Teflon so. I think Don. they
0: started calling him that. Yeah.
2: Because nothing would stick. Like they would throw. Dirt at him, or what? I mean, it wasn't literal dirt, but like right. You and know the things they do now. Yeah, that's what.
0: That's and what like, I, I, I realized
2: that some of that stuff that like is definitely underhanded. What's going on? Yeah, with like the mainstream, uh, Democratic media.
0: And what do you dislike like, about them?
2: definitely some problems there? And what? What? W-
0: what's one thing you dislike about them?
2: Um. Well. I, I, mean, I know that like to say that he's racist and I know you guys don't believe in racism and stuff do you think he is but do I No, that's not, that's that's okay. the thing is I don't know if he is oh okay I would you say, would I you care for sure that like I, because everything that I've heard is mostly from like the point of view of like people that are just giving commentary on what they think and if not with things that have been said right like we were talking about earlier yep.
0: Would you care so I, if he were?
2: I I don't like that. I that I feel uneasy. Like there might be a question there. Yeah, I guess that would be the only thing. I, that would be the one thing that I don't like.
0: What does it matter?
2: What does what matter?
0: If he's so called racist?
2: Right yeah. Um, it's not so much that it like. Like I'm not a person that likes to be like, oh, you're racist, like. Yeah, I know. I know people that do that, and they'll do it just to do it, and yeah, that's, that happens. And that's messed up. But, like, there's some there's some times where, like, it's kind of obvious that, like, there's a re like, it's because of my skin color that they think certain things. It's not because of the way I'm dressed, because I'm not dressed, like, I'm not dressed, like, all hood, like, hood up and shit, you know?
0: So you think that he may also, be I'm unfair? you you think he may be unfair trump?
2: you think I may be unfair no do you think that trump
0: do you think that Trump may be unfair because he may be quote unquote racist
2: well okay see right like, i i honestly like I don't believe that anybody's not at least somewhat racist if you live in america uh-huh but i don't mean i don't like there's degrees of it like there's not everybody's in the KKK that's white. You know what I mean? Yeah. All I right. I don't believe that at all. Yeah, I, I got you. i My my white parents or my white mom and her parents like raised me. Yeah. So. All right, so Trevor. Well, let's talk. Let's house. talk
0: again as this as this thing develops.
2: so I just give a shout out to my grandpa that taught me how to change a tire that blew out last night? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. All right. <laughs> I just want to set out Grandpa Al. He's dead, but I mean, it's not the same. Or that was a. I'm right. But anyways, yeah, you can, you can cut me off now.
0: Sorry. All right, thank you, Trev. Nice cheering for me, man. Let's call again. Let me get to, to... Oh man. Okay, we are gonna open the treasure chest on D Live. I'm gonna, but in the meantime, I'm gonna get to Dawning Armor out of California, and then hopefully Russ, and we'll uh, keep on going. Donny Armor from California. Nice to hear from you. Thanks for calling.
4: Hey brother, how you doing?
0: Doing fine. How are you?
4: Wonderful. Uh, I'm just calling because uh, I found it interesting that you had uh, that little piece on Poseidon. I've actually followed him for a, a good time. He's a decent uh, YouTuber, and I kind like, of wander in those circles, uh, so I could try to see if I can get him to come on the show, or you know, put a word out there, but. Uh, I wanted to address this Jew hatred thing, but I agree, it's it's too much, and you see it in the chat rooms all the time. Okay. Uh, I I think it it makes us look bad, as white nationalists, uh, because it's so easy when you criticize Jews, it's so easy for you to just look absurd, uh, and the Holocaust denying and all that kind of nonsense that comes with it. Uh, So that's why I take a different approach. I I just I see Jews as being very ethnocentric, far more than white people are. That's yeah. why I say that I think that we need to be more like that. Uh, it's it's a quality that we're lacking. So, uh, and it is a problem when you're not able to criticize a group of people like we're not able to criticize Jews, right? Because every time you you do, you're shouted down as being a Nazi or a racist or something to that effect. Yeah. But, it wasn't too long ago that uh, Donald Trump found the spying devices uh, all around the White House from Israel. And did we hear anything about it?
0: I heard, um, so- you know, I heard something about that from a caller. A- interestingly yeah, enough, right, a Jew critic. But um, but besides besides her calling in with that information, I didn't know that. I hadn't heard it.
4: Yeah. So we know that they spy on us. Mm-hmm. We know that they've. Liberty which was in Poseidon's video I believe. Yeah. Uh, we know that they attack us and um despite everybody claiming that there's some great ally in the Middle East, I think we have one military base in the whole country that won't even use sle- us they won't even just use their landing strips for, you know, our, our aeroplanes. Uh, they're not a great ally. They it seems to me that we just fight in wars that they're caught up in. Uh and you hear the mantra from every politician on the planet, Israel's our greatest ally. I don't see how they're our greatest ally. It doesn't mean that I hate all Jews. I'm sure most of them are nice people. Yeah. I just don't understand why the, the fixation that we have with them. Uh, I, I think it's a Christian thing. Uh, you guys seem to really be about the Jews for some reason.
0: Yeah. Um, that, the yeah. Christians, we Christians are raised to, like, think We we read the word Zion. I've read the word Zion in the Bible. So I'm like, oh, Zionism, that sounds like a good thing. <laughs> and then, um, you know, in general, like the Christian culture is to support Israel. God said something like that, that I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And of course, you don't really even want to curse anyone. God said even to, like Jesus says, to even like love your enemies. And um, I think there is something to that. Uh, to, I, mean, I mean, I know that there's something to loving all people. Um, you know, I know that in Israel there are worse, there are some people who are worse than others. We're opening the treasure chest. And, um, I, I don't know if there's, you know, I know that there's some, a few, a very few decent people in America. I don't know if there is that same dynamic going on in Israel. It seems kind of like it. Like, there are people that are way worse than others. For example, this well, Benny this Gantz versus and, Netanyahu
4: yeah, Everyone, thing. But, but Israel's main priority is Israel. Yeah, and it should be right. So, I mean, rather than get angry at it, we need to just un- accept it, understand that that's that's. The reality that we live in, and we should take care of our own as well. Right. It's only natural to do that. So. True. But I'll I'll let you get to your next call, uh, James. Keep up the good work.
0: Appreciate it, Darning Armor, and um, I'll co- I'll be in touch with with Poseidon. And I'll, and I'll look out for that video um, if he covers my video of his video of Jesse's video,
4: <laughs> or it's really so... <laughs> Very cool. If I see it, I'll uh, I'll send it your way. I'll let you know. Appreciate that,
0: man. Take care. Let me get to Russ out of Hampton, Virginia. Russ, what's up? Russ, you there? Hey, how are you doing? Hey.
3: Yeah. Can I'm you fine. Hear
0: me? Yeah, I can hear you.
3: Hey, how are you doing there, James?
0: Doing fine.
3: Hey, um Actually, I thought I heard my name being mentioned by a caller. Uh And I might have been mistaken about that.
0: No, I think I I know I mentioned you because I really liked Jesse Lee Peterson's final hour of his show where you called in and he also told told the story about his maybe a female family member who tried to commit suicide and then he made her feel (laughs) bad. No, I didn't say anything
3: about anybody trying to commit suicide.
0: No, I was talking about the last hour of Jesse's show. I don't know if you heard Jesse's monologue before you- before you called in.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, I- Uh, I, um,
0: what made me think of- what made me- what- something about your call, like, you wouldn't answer whether you're atheist exactly, at least not straightforwardly with a yes or no, but, um, you told about prayer not working or something like that, like, you weren't reunited with your brother who died after ten years of disappearance. And yeah. then you found out, you guys found his remains, or, or something crazy.
3: Well, we I had contacted, f- we were contacted by, uh, the coroner actually. Yeah. I was contacted by the coroner, and then I had to, to, notify my family after, ten years or so of not knowing, his whereabouts or what was going on. Yeah. Pretty it wild. Wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't a situation to where he died and they found his remains ten years later.
0: Right. Was, he died at the end of those ten years or so.
3: Right. Right. Right.
0: I want, Yeah. I wonder what happened that he um, had no contact for all that time. Interesting.
3: Yeah. That and that's that's a question that can never be answered because that died can't with ta- him.
0: Can't ask. Yeah. Um, it reminded. I mean, but your story, because like you talked about. You brought that story up in regard to be, whether you're a Christian and about prayer, and it reminded me of a friend of mine from high school who was in this Christian club, I don't know if he was Christian, but a woman, a young woman our age, died of brain cancer at a young age. And after that, I don't know if it was because of that or what, but after that this guy's an atheist now, I think. And it just reminds me of all these stories of something bad happens in the world, that affects these people, and they, and then they don't believe in God or prayer or whatever. And they seem to be but, like intellectuals, by the way.
3: What do you mean that it's about intellectuals? What does that mean by that?
0: I mean that you come off certainly as an intellectual person, meaning like you live in your head. Um, and and then that, this other guy—that's
3: your, your—that's your opinion.
0: Yeah, that's my impression of you. And then this other guy, okay. too, is so let me ask intellectual. You, so let me ask you a question. Yeah.
3: Because for me, if I'm going to open myself out and be 100% honest with you, for me, you know, I struggled with Christianity and, and God and all that kind of stuff. For me, that was the ending. The, 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 thing that solidified my opinion about God and Christianity and stuff. Um I was always open.
0: Okay. But
3: if you like I don't understand I don't understand how if someone's sick and you pray for that person to be healed and they die, how do you justify the fact that You know, I praise God because, you know, whatever, because they died. Like, it's like there's no, there's no way to discredit God because no matter what happens, you're going to praise God. I don't understand that.
0: Oh, interesting. Well, maybe I'll respond to that in tomorrow, Russ. I appreciate that that uh confusion i gotta go though nice talking with you man take care
3: can i ask you can i ask you one question real quick real fast before you go yeah um because when i call jesse about stuff like that then he always asked about my my um religious belief and when i say i'm not a christian then he's he ends the call. He doesn't like <laughs> explain it. And yeah. that's what I don't understand. That doesn't make sense to me. All Why right. would you not Russ. explain it?
0: All right, Russ, I gotta go. We'll we'll talk again. I may be able to address that tomorrow. I'm way behind on these super chats. Lord Nikon, Hake, Shadow Band bad. No, it's my fault. I left the video unlisted. My bad, I guess. Lin Yan Chin, focus on making white baby engineers to boost life quality for all peoples. While securing their own homelands, Hake Joelle is Master Twinkle Toes. I don't know if we like these n- nicknames, Lin Yun Chin. Jab says, everybody needs a little hakey in their lives. Own the real Nice. <laughs> Lin Yun Chin, Jesse aims for the critical view in people, not a lot of people. Critical few, oh, critical few in people, not a lot of people. Critical few means... Uh, makes it through to transformation of the soul and thus society. Yeah, the Bible says, many are called, few will enter though. Jill Magoon, James, you're red. Yeah. Lin Chin, maturing in personality is cultiva- cultivation of character. Such cultivation depends on quality of wisdom equals mastery over one's emotions for the sake of seeing clearly in any moment. Be still and know. Alexander, Alejandro Davila says, Can I get a forget you, man? <laughs> forget you. But I appreciate that, Alejandro. Hot Computer Smell says, Still living with your parents at 14? Beta! <laughs> She's kidding. Um, race, that's Racist says, Above the Rim. Great movie. You know, I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through. Patrice O'Neill Gruyper, but that's with Tupac in it. Patrice O'Neill, his, what's her name in it too? Um, Michael Jackson's sister? He was in a movie with Michael Jackson's sister, right? Um, I think. Patrice O'Neill Groyper gave a diamond and said, Israel number one. <laughs> and he also says, Wignat ideology is cringe. Americanism, not Whigism. Wignat, short for white nationalism. Patrice O'Neill Groyper says, press P to pray for dear leader Kim. Yeah, I heard that CNN was giving fake news that he was brain dead And that he was in very grave danger after a surgery, cardiovascular. I don't know what the truth is. Patrice O'Neill Groyper says, David Diamond says, Jew be like, I hate Germans. I don't know why. Pyrus777 with the diamonds and says, King of the Cage, sweet shirt, Hake. Yeah, I'm wearing my King of the Cage shirt. Very nice, huh? All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow on the Jesse Lee Peterson Show and the Hake Report. And it is Tuesday. Tomorrow is Wednesday. We'll see you guys. Take care.